0: The Bot Pod. A podcast for the stance. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Bop Pod. I'm your host, Alana Michelle Rubin, and I am so excited today to have with me a dear friend, a hilarious comedian. And I would also name her the president of the Harry Styles fan club, if (laughs) if I can say that.
1: Um, Her name is Ariel Gitlin.
0: Hi, Ariel.
1: Hi. <laughs> oh my God, I've, that's just—I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok, as have you. So I just thought I'd, I am actually CEO of the company. Yes, you remember that sound?
0: That yeah, I do. <laughs> I know that that is. That's a thing on TikTok, and now I'm kicking myself for not introing you as the CEO. And you know, <laughs> should we start again? <laughs> this is so funny because in a previous episode, uh, the guest was like, "Why don't you just re-record it?" And I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> that is a brilliant idea." <laughs> no, because you're
1: authentic.
0: I'm you're authentic. authentic, and 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 I I am not one to hide my flaws. You know, I'm um, one no. to really put them on display before anyone can can see that because you
1: barely have any so (laughs) you want the people to when it happens to see it and think oh she is relatable
0: (laughs) yes yes when god made me he said this one barely has any just take her (laughs) just take
1: her she's She's ready for production
0: she's perfect she's fine i it's really good to see you oh my god you too i miss you so much like you too there, it's so weird. I used to curse out the internet um, for just like existing and mm-hmm. being like, I need people in real life. But I am so thankful for it, so that I can still, you know, keep up and get to see you. Um, mm-hmm. And
1: it's just, <laughs> it's what a tough time. <laughs> yeah, really, what a tough time. I'm. I definitely have been just trying to be kind to myself for spending way too much time on my phone because, mm-hmm. like, whatever keeps you happy it's yeah. fine and i get to see my friends it's, it's just like the areas of the internet that i try to like stay and i try to stay in the good ones like i want to yes. watch videos of people being silly and cooking and then like if i get in the dark holes it's 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 bad <laughs> yeah i i totally agree with that
0: i i have to try and limit instagram and twitter and then with tiktok i'm just like all bets
1: are off <laughs> oh my god i'm the same i didn't i didn't but you know what I I was thinking about this is because on Twitter and Instagram and TBT to Facebook, Mm. we, I mean, I still have one, but what are you going (laughs) to do? Rest in peace, Facebook. Um, That you are only following people you know and know tangentially. So like you're seeing all like these people that are connected to you doing things and it can give you anxiety. it can also be good to connect with people, et cetera. But TikTok, I only scroll really the For You page. It's Mm -hmm. mostly just... People I don't know, and that takes away so much of the pressure on it. Like, it—it's such a different animal. But yeah, I'm probably gonna. And my brain is made of mush, so probably at this point. No, I think it's making us better. (laughs) I feel the exact
0: same way too. Like, there's no one to really put my uh, to project my insecurities onto Mm -hmm. on TikTok. It's really just like, wow, these teens are so funny, and there's no way to feel insecure because. I'm not a teen anymore, and no. I'm not in this place in my life.
1: Um, and they teach me so much, you know? They teach me so much. Do you Do you think you would be different if we came up with TikTok? Because I've thought a lot about this.
0: I do wonder. I wonder, um, like, in some ways I'm happy I didn't because I don't want all of my jokes to be the same mm-hmm. as, like, there's are so many people on tiktok and so many users and i see a lot of like recycled material yeah and i think i would have a harder time trying to live my life outside of it if i were younger mm-hmm. um and it would just be harder to have those boundaries um i think but you know i wonder if i would be a little bit more fearless with my ideas and i would just be like oh, i'm gonna shoot a video and that's gonna be it and i don't care who sees it or how yeah. it does
1: i think i probably would too and i also think when i was a teen Well, I don't know if this is just like where, like the circles I grew up in, but it wasn't like as, it wasn't like cool to be funny. Mm -hmm. And now it's like really cool to like make funny videos. And I think that like, I wish I came up with that, but also I don't think, sometimes when I scroll TikTok, I'm like, oh, these are, these teens are so funny. I wouldn't have thought that I was funny among them. I probably wouldn't have pursued comedy or maybe I would have. My TikTok would have been all musical theater. Like, it really would have been all, I was, like, a Broadway-obsessed high schooler. I was, like, on fan pages for, like, Broadway musicals.
0: That's so interesting because it's, like, th- I think that's a part of TikTok that's completely not in my algorithm. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to think of, like, what your algor- algorithm would have been in mm-hmm. when you were younger. I think mine would have been a lot of the same.
1: The same stuff. <laughs> yeah, it would still be, like,
0: girls who are somehow younger than me telling yes. me how to, like... Um, how to develop healthier romantic relationships? Yeah, <laughs> and like, I see
1: some of that. Oh
0: God, I have so much of it, and it, it, it like a lot of probably hip hop and music stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if I would have as many elderly women showing off haircuts on my algorithm if I were young elderly women. Yeah, it's this one specific lady a lot of times where she's like, This is me, this is my haircut. I don't know why you wanna see this, but this is my haircut. Okay, now I'm gonna do
1: a dance. And I I you don't need music. (laughs) She's amazing. I think I've seen her. She's like, I don't know why you wanna see my outfit today. But here it is. I love her, yeah. I love, I love her. I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of late teens showing me how they do their thrift hauls, like oh, showing yeah. me how they like. And there's this one person I am obsessed with currently. She is 19, and she goes to FIT, <laughs> and she.
0: <laughs> okay, she's giving me a complex already. I'm sorry.
1: This was supposed to be a Harry Styles podcast, yeah. but the, <laughs> we'll get to it. But she, she. Um, She's a stylist, and she goes to all the thrift stores in New York City that wow. I we used to go to back mm-hmm. when they, you know, uh, back when I was there, mm-hmm. or you would go to. And um, she does; she buys like everything, and she like. Does thrift hauls for people like based on their she does like style packages she makes outfits for people based on their style and you can like purchase a package from her oh my god anyways I'm very interested in that actually I would
0: I would think I think if I were younger and we if we were raised with TikTok I think I would be a multimillionaire by now like I would just have a
1: business I would have a business on TikTok. You you absolutely would be. I'm so embarrassed by how hard I've been trying at TikTok, and guess what? I'm not doing well. Like, I it's so funny. I'm like, but I laugh at them, <laughs> and they always come up
0: in my for you page. So I'm seeing oh. them, and I enjoy them, and they make me happy. And every time I see them, I'm like, Ariel's doing it. I why I'm just fucking sitting here. And I you mean, know, it, but but it's, it's a helpful. good way to
1: procrastinate. I also see a lot of. I mean, if we do want to. It, I mean, Harry Styles, One Direction TikTok is like a whole thing. There are people who are, who have followings because they talk about Harry Styles. Like they yeah. are, they have fans of their own. Yep. It's it's really an interesting page of TikTok.
0: You know, I don't know if it's because I like watch a lot of music TikToks or if it's because I, you know, you and I follow each other and some, you know, you know some of your videos. I talk about him sometimes, yeah. But now more Harry Styles videos are in my thing. And so, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like <laughs> there's one of his light up video set to the tune of like a famous or a viral uh, TikTok hip hop song. <laughs> uh-huh. And he's like so sexy in it. And it's just his body like when he's shirtless in the crowd and he's just like kind of like oh jittering. Oh my God juddering i don't know if that's a word yeah it sounds like it he's just like jerking around kind of i'm doing the motion but nobody can see Mm -hmm. it um and (laughs) i can and (laughs) listeners it's really good (laughs) (laughs) and then this like uh episode just flattens out um Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know there's no more um (laughs) (laughs) but okay so On the topic of hairstyles We'll get more into him later But I really I find that TikTok is kind of like a virtual party when I'm on it Like it just puts me in a good mood There's music around And so I kind of want to talk about like The first party you remember ever going to Mm. um, And then the last party that you went to (laughs) pre-pandemic
1: So Um, yeah You know It's so funny that I'm Sitting in my parents' house because it reminds me of my first real party I went to. I mean, I went to like sleepover parties and like, uh, like uh, slumber, yeah, slumber parties and, mm-hmm. and kids' parties. But like the first like real party I went to was my senior year of high school, which is like, that's pretty old for that, right? And, um, <laughs> same for me though. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. good. Um, I like, I knew they were having them before that, but it just sort of didn't, it didn't like, click it didn't yeah. click I was I mean I was invited to all of them of course but well yeah yeah of
0: course we were we <laughs> yeah, were yeah, just yeah. like we didn't go because we were too busy with um mm-hmm. by ourselves
1: <laughs> we was we were too busy with by ourselves but yeah. I I I went to it and I like I was in an after school theater program obviously duh and we like went to go see plays on Friday night so I remember afterwards I like got to this party and I, everyone like had already been partying and drinking so I was like really self-conscious and I was like I'm gonna catch up to them and I vividly remember shotgunning beers and I remember drinking out of a bottle of vodka with a woman who I thought was my friend and (laughs) then she (laughs) I I this is what I remember my drunk brain from 10 years ago is is her leaning over to another friend of ours and saying Ugh, Ariel Gitlin is drinking all my vodka, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" Anyways, she—that's a power I, move. First, it of was all. really funny, and I—I I remember that very clearly. And then, and then the police came and broke the party up, and I got freaked out. And I—it um, was only a couple blocks away at a, at a neighbor's house, so I ran home. But there was like a—I remember like busting through the door and running home. I was like so scared, and I ran home to my parents' house, and I ran up the stairs, banged on my mom's door, yelled, Mom, I'm drunk, and then went into my bathroom and was sick for, like, 12 hours. And oh she came God. She came in and was like, get a grip. <laughs> I was like, are you going to punish me? And she was like, no, you're, you're going to be punished enough. And yeah. then years later, I found out, Lana, my friends were driving behind me trying to catch <gasps> me as I was running home on the street alone. They what? were like... They were trying, I this whole time I thought that I like ran home very swiftly and it turns out that like my friends who I was supposed to meet up with were like, they, they were like driving behind me like, Ariel, like come back, get in the car. Like you were <laughs> running in the street in the middle of the night. So and that was my like first party. Action <laughs> adventure mode, I yeah. love that.
0: Do you remember like, was it a party? Was there music at the party? Were there people dancing or was it kind of like where people are just around the kitchen? I don't know. I think of a lot of, like, movie parties, Mm -hmm. and I don't know that I necessarily attended a lot of movie-type parties Mm -hmm. when I was younger. There was always, like, one room where there was dancing going on, and, like, people were just in that room. So There's
1: usually a dancing room, and I do love that room. Mm -hmm. This particular party is funny because I remember no music, but when I... Once I... I remember no music, but once I got to college, the parties were it was all music it was all dancing and that was like i think we're the same age like we went to college during like the i mean the songs were all i can think of is like that song that's like i got the magic oh my (laughs) god (laughs) yeah and then what else it was like shots and it was like um Um, party rock yeah Um. and like i i mean the party music was like i just iconic like uh six. <laughs> like yeah g6 yeah um i mean coincidentally a lot of these are in pitch perfect as well yeah yeah well
0: i guess um we know uh, you know what what crowd the pitch perfect movies were catering to me and i will say yeah with the first one it worked um, I did watch Pitch Perfect um, I didn't see the second one though um, acapella was a huge part of my college experience I love that okay wait <laughs> so actually I'm gonna pivot from yeah. from this start I will say that in college I I do remember those all those songs being played at the frat parties but there mm-hmm. were, were there oh, I can't speak there's this one house um that was off campus, uh, 142 Brinkerhoff. Everybody knew it as just like, the actress. You'll never forget. Yeah. I'll never forget. I have a playlist named after the house because they would play like only dance hall and reggae. Um, and it was just like you walk in and you start sweating. Like yeah, all I it. remember is fog from mm-hmm. going in, and I I loved going to that house um you were definitely Mm -hmm. gonna get groped um
1: and that that isn't good
0: (laughs) i don't condone that behavior but honestly Mm -hmm. it was the best place to go and dance um and it that so that like a lot of that music is what i think of when i think of college um but okay so let's talk about acapella Um, oh my god what what (laughs) drew you to it like what what does it feel like to be part of you know a group of other people singing the same song but in different like you know this is or- this
1: is this is about to be so embarrassing <laughs> I because I was not in an acapella group you just loved and it I it I was surrounded by it I I if any listeners are listening and went to drew (laughs) university or are familiar with it like the acapella groups were like the cool kids. they were like the frats they were like the frats of the theater department they had the parties there were three acapella groups there was an all-female one a co-ed one and an all boys one and the all boys acapella group were like the cool kids of the theater department like we didn't have frats like we would go to par like we you could you would go to baseball or you would go to rugby for parties, or you would go to MADAV, which was the all boys acapella group. I'm oh not, God. I wish I were joking. And in the middle of the night in the party, they would do something called drunk capella and they would all like go in a room and like sing together. It was, it is so crazy looking back on it that I was involved in that. I like went to, <laughs> I like dated someone on, in the acapella team, in the acapella group. And they like brought the the acapella they, like, team. <laughs> And they like brought me to to, like an acapella fundraiser. We like went to the concerts. It was like I remember I lived with a roommate who got into an acapella group, and they like came to our room in the middle of the night. It was like it was the frat of my call. It was the frat of my college. Was the like? But they really like
0: love the music. So when they would yeah. go into these rooms and do it, it was was it like we want to also perform
1: for other people or we just like we love this stuff and we want to like we just want to do it because we're drunk and we love it. I think it's both. I think it's definitely both. And it, I mean, like looking back on it, it's so crazy. But yeah, they would sing for us a lot. And, you know, we were familiar with all of the songs and we would go to all their concerts I'm like so unfortunately was an acapella groupie. I didn't even mean to be. What the boys were cute in my defense.
0: I I have de- I've seen some acapella groups and I have always thought at least one was attractive. So there's always
1: one, and it's sort of like one of it's. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But do you like? Do you listen to acapella? No. Nowadays, none, no? N- none at
0: all. I mean, I no, I don't think it was so you don't feel like particularly attached to the music itself but like it was a a scene that you were like
1: involved in sort of it was a scene I was involved with I think just because they had the yeah they had the they had the parties (laughs) like they were cool they were surrounding me I just didn't do it I'm not a singer I don't I I I don't do it. It's the same reason I didn't pursue musical theater. That's not where my strengths lie. Um, and, and it's
0: both, you know, it's good to yeah. know what they are and what they are not. And mm-hmm. I think that is fair. And you can still like appreciate a community without doing the thing.
1: Absolutely. Oh, I mean, although looking back, I probably spent too much time around them, but they. <laughs> That's what college is for. No, but I do have, I mean, my best friends were in it as well. And, you know, they're wonderful singers, loved hearing them perform but i mean i i think that more to, like there are songs that i can't listen to without thinking of this acapella group from my college because they performed them
0: which ones
1: um there was uh uh <laughs> um okay uh, <laughs> these boots are made for walk-in that was one that they sang they also sang one um a scissor sister song the boys group saying that take your mama out all night that was one <laughs> and i remember i like had a crush on the boy who was performing it and i was like ah. and then like looking back that's oh, i don't know um uh <laughs> what's, what's the one that's like um it's like shorty are you down 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 that oh, one Jay they Shawn. sang yeah they sang that one and they like did the yes. rap and then also they used to sing ignition, which like <gasps> we don't listen to anymore. But um, it was a, a hefty part of their uh, routine. And then uh-huh. what's there's a song Seven Bridges Road that was their hmm. like that I don't even know who it's by, but that was their like um, classic song that they would sing.
0: I don't know that song, but okay, this is <laughs> incredible. I'm so. Happy. Because acapella was a thing where, like, I didn't realize how, like, the stigma, I guess, around mm. it for people that were into it. But I, like, watching Pitch Perfect, I was like, wow, I have chills.
1: <laughs> I mean, t- here's the thing. There is, to me, like, nothing. I, like, my best friend from college and I, like, we listen to Pitch Perfect. We love it so much. Like, she'll freak out if she found out I was talk- talking about it on a podcast because we <laughs> love it. It's There is nothing more satisfying than an end musical number of a movie that is so good. I like, yeah. it gives me chills, it makes me cry. Like, when when they're up there singing, like the final Barden Bellas song from the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will literally, and yes, they have the Barden Bellas. The I Barden and Bellas. Oh, when Anna Kendrick puts her fist up and then Skylar Astin is in the audience like.
0: <laughs> yeah, they love each other, they support each other. That is That's beautiful. Love is acapella. Oh, my God. Somebody has that on a T-shirt. I'm sure I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Okay, so we talked about your first party. What was, do you remember the last party that you went to before the pandemic? Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: Wait, wait, is is it really bad if I don't? I'm honestly not sure that I remember.
0: No, I I don't think it's really bad. I think um, mostly, like, I'm trying to recall a time where, like, we were celebrating, like, you know, very overtly. Um, And because I think, like, that's something that I miss a lot in these past few months is, like, I'm not a huge, like, party person, but I do love hanging out with, like, my friends or just, you know, knowing that a lot of people that I love are in the same place. Um, I would do,
1: like, I would do, like, anything to be – like with you and a bunch of people that we know from like comedy like dancing at like some bar in Williamsburg and then like going home too late like it just is like the best like to put on a skirt like I can't even Uh imagine like and I don't like going to party like I don't like I've skipped so many in my life because I'm like tired from the week and I mean I like everyone I'm looking back on that now like oh Oh my god
0: i have sat out so many comedy parties specifically just because like nobody really likes dancing to yeah. at least to the music that i like um like <laughs> if i had to hear like girls just want to have fun again at a party <laughs> like i was just gonna faint I, my body would just you're go cool. limp and i would that's fall because the you're floor. cool <laughs> like what is no. it like to be
1: a cool person no i'm serious i mean because <laughs> i like i'm afraid that and i don't take offense but i'm afraid that i think you're talking about me (laughs) no i mean i say that like
0: i say it with love because my best friends and i like will go out and it's not even really comedy parties i should say it's like we go out to a bar in williamsburg and like Mm -hmm. that's what they're playing and my friends love that song like i play it if i ever do a set at a party or anything (laughs) like i play it because i know people love it but like I would and and what I'm saying now is like I would you know like be judgmental of a DJ mm-hmm. playing that song, but I would give my arm, <laughs> to, yeah, to be at a bar that's playing like girls just want to have mm. fun, Sweet Caroline. Um, it's gonna be
1: a why? It's gonna be a minute. It's gonna yeah. be a, a hot little minute. I mean, the last con- the last concert I think I saw was um, Harry Styles. LOL at, um, <laughs> I talk about other things, guys, I swear. Like, no, no, this is a good transition. Um, I saw him at, at uh, well, cause it's not a party. I, I honestly can't remember my last party. I probably blocked it out, but it was probably like, I don't even count it, but like, we used to go out after all our foundation shows, like mm-hmm. to the bar around the corner, um, that like silly treadwell. We'll probably never yeah. go there again now that Ugh. UCB Hell's Kitchen is closed, but we would like go there and like order onion rings and like, talk all night and like it was just like i just i do really miss it but yeah um but i saw uh harry Harry outside at the today show in like february i think oh my god Um, Uh, that's a party yeah it was a party it was (laughs) it's really funny because i can't um i i i'm short uh do you have this i'm short so when i See, well, because you're a little bit taller than me, but you're not like a tall person. No, you're short. You're short. I
0: feel, I walk around and I feel like I'm six foot two, and then I stand next to someone who's six foot two, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm short.
1: Yeah, I feel the same. I'm like, I, I forget how short I am, and then I go to, GA concerts are like really actually tough for me. Like I can't see anything. Yeah, I'm same listeners. I'm I'm five two, and I just can't, I can't see anything and yeah. like it's it's tough so i like i just listen and i party but it was tough cuz i was i was pretty far back but um it's fun i like going uh i like i've i've seen him at the like the today show a couple times and it's just like really fun cuz like imagine Imagine people coming at six in the morning to see you. I can't I, imagine.
0: Literally, I got up at at I don't know how early uh, when I was working at MTV with my coworker, and we went to see him at Good Morning America. Uh, we didn't. Sorry, we didn't see him. We saw One Direction.
1: Mm. I'm so jealous. It was I crazy. I I what what like era was it? Do you remember? I
0: think it was Mid- Midnight Memories
1: era. Oh. That's like. Um, that's I I, that's my i uh, i think that's my favorite one. Direction it has album. a lot of great songs, but it's amazing. Let's talk
0: mo- mo- like more about just Harry himself, please. I so what what initially drew you? Like, what do you love about him? What mm. do you think it was? His good looks before his talent, or do you think like his talent really superseded
1: his good looks? <laughs> you know, it's so interesting because I understand if people think girls are. Of crap when we say like it's not it's not just his looks like it's Mm -hmm. not even just a crush like I don't I don't like sure well yes would I go out with Harry Styles like yeah like (laughs) yeah (laughs) twist my arm twist twist my (laughs) arm but I so it's him as a performer I mean my first memory of Harry was like in the very early One Direction music videos obviously like. I was a little bit older, like early 20s and I think that was towards the end of college like they started coming out with like their first few uh songs and I was like oh he's cute I like his floppy hair and then as time went on it really is like he is such a magnetic performer I I my eye is draw, like drawn to him and I yeah. just liked I liked him and also I was a huge Taylor Swift fan and I actually still am but like (laughs) I remember when I was 22 like 22 came out and her album read and that's when they were like a thing and I Mm -hmm. remember so maybe it all started with her I remember like looking at pictures of them together and like I remember a picture of him like afterwards like kissing someone else came out i mean it was just like i just have memories of like i've always been drawn to him and then uh i like listened to all the one direction albums i just loved them and Mm -hmm. then towards the end of one direction harry i remember harry came out with sign of the times and i it was very much at that point he was like my favorite from one direction the cute one from one direction and he magnetic performer etc cetera, et cetera. and then i remember vividly being so nervous to listen to sign of the times i was like this is harry styles from one direction's first song i'm so nervous like is it gonna be good what is it gonna be and i turned it on and i was like my mind was just blown i can't uh yeah and at this point like, you know, he's come out with even better song, but it just I just couldn't believe that he came out with like a rock song and like a rock ballad. Like I just was like mind blown, started watching all his promo for his first album and was just like I was amazed by what he did with that first album splitting mm-hmm. from One Direction like his his own style and like it's only grown since then.
0: Yeah, I feel like he he really toes a line of like this like Rolling Stone classic rock kind of mm-hmm. vibe and pop really well. Like he I I don't know how you feel about like his his albums after or he's only had two, right? Two. And yeah, I love okay. it. Uh, yeah. They're both excellent, <laughs> but I feel like this newest one, like the first one was very like classic rock heavy, very mm-hmm. um Instrumentals, um, or not instrumentals, instruments. I want to say, but there's a better <laughs> word for that. Like less like overt production, um, yeah. Than the second one, and the second one has more pop hits, but it's still very like authentic, and like you can still hear these like acoustic songs and ones mm-hmm. that don't really just feel like they're uh, produced with like machinery instead mm-hmm. of like guitars and like drums and bass and you know the individual instruments themselves mm-hmm. um so i guess like how do you how do you view his his sound as it's like evolved over these last two albums like and what do you think his future uh oh. will look like yeah
1: i think that i like i cannot wait to be like old with my kids, like, because I think he's going to be, like, a rock legend, like, for Mm. forever. Like, I think that he, I was recently watching Bruce Springsteen with my mom, um, his Netflix um, special. I mean, yeah. no, it's, it was a show that was filmed for Netflix. It wasn't like his Netflix stand standups. Sp- <laughs> he got thirty wow, minutes. Bruce do it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she like had on her Bruce Springsteen t shirt, and she was like so excited to hear the songs. And I was like, that is fully going to be me. Yeah. Um, on, and my husband will be Harry in there, yeah. Co- and we'll and be watching it. Look him. at you, you're so cute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think he's a rock star, and I was like. I loved his first album and it is really a good vibe Mm -hmm. it is still a great album to listen to um you you agree right I do and I (laughs) I find that like he
0: really has some heartbreaking songs like oh yeah and one of my favorites is on um is on what's it called the what's it called album is on the The debut one? album um, from the dining table.
1: I mean, that is beautiful. I saw you put that in one of your playlists, and yeah. I was like, "That is a that." Is, I mean, he was. Both of his albums, I think, are about heartbreak. I think he feels yeah. heavily. I think he's a sensitive boy. <laughs> I, I think, think <laughs> he also really like because you know,
0: not every, um, not every, you know. Uh, entanglement turns into a relationship And I find mm-hmm. that like as I get older There's so much of music where I'm like I don't feel that this is written about Like a real relationship I feel like a lot of stuff is written about Like toxic entanglements And and mm-hmm. Some,
1: mm-hmm.
0: sometimes Like I feel like he cap- There's a lot of R&B now that captures Like toxic entanglements really well But I feel like what he's talking about In his songs kind of Doesn't like fall towards the focus on like the toxic part of it or the unhealthy part of it. It's just like this person meant a lot to me and it didn't go how I hoped it would go. And that's the feeling that he captures. And so I like, those are the two sometimes lenses that I view songs in like, does this capture a toxic relationship or does this just like encapsulate how this person like made you feel when things were good. And I think like a lot of his music focuses on that um that is so spot
1: on (laughs) I really his because even his most sad sad heartbreaking breakup songs are like are you happy with him like I miss you I'm not sure if I feel good anymore yeah and then even his dancey hits like there's nothing toxic about the people that he's been in love with it's all like I mean, even Adore You is one of my favorites, and it's, like, it's so good, and it's such a – someone mentioned – God, I was reading – I watch and read so many videos and things about him. I don't know who Mm -hmm. said what. This could be a TikToker, or this could be Stevie Nicks, (laughs) who is to say. Same thing. But someone was, like, you know, like, Bowie had Just Dance, and Ari has Adore You. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, there's nothing wrong with, like, a fun pop hit from, like, a Rock Star, and, like, I – I love that song. And it's like, you don't have to do anything. Like, just let me love you. Like, yeah. i just like, I'm going to love you. You do whatever. Like, you don't have to feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> My I feelings mean, will be there. Don't on. worry about it. <laughs> come on. Yeah. It's, it's really... I think that he I mean cherry is a song on uh, my line that is ju-ju. like what does she say Coo-coo. Yeah.
0: Coo-coo. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't do the rest of the French
1: <laughs> I mean listening to that I'm like yeah, I get it. Like, if that's yeah. what my voicemail sounded like, I would think Harry Sells would be heartbroken over me. My yeah, voicemails, yeah. Were, mine would be like, um, Harry, like, come back. I don't know. But then but, it's like,
0: imagine the moment where he was like, mm, maybe I'll use this for a song one day.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> like, so funny. It's, it's so funny. I mean so if you translate it it's her talking to leaving a voicemail for someone else like while she's like hanging out in the recording studio with him which was Mm -hmm. at first confusing I thought it was a voicemail to him but it's like her like hanging out in the recording studio and I think he just realized that her voice like fit into it so well yeah that he just used it but it's so I love that stuff it's interesting because it's like I also think I don't know it's a it's a it's a heartbreaking beautiful song but it's not like he, he never badmouths her and in yeah. falling he's like in falling he's oh. like you know this is my fault probably. Yeah. He I really think- does like
0: capture I think like he does a good job at capturing his own flaws in songs and Yes. I love I just love ownership in real life too and whether or not yeah. it comes from like a genuine place and we not love just, when uh, men own their
1: actions. Yeah. We I just it doesn't like, happen
0: often. It doesn't happen often. So even in a song, I don't I don't ever wanna know if he like really ever apologized in real life or what it is, but in the song no. I feel like it's so great to just hear someone acknowledge that like they were the the reason something didn't work out.
1: Yeah. And then it's and then he's still like has the Has the lyrics after that are like, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I like myself right now. Like I don't know, and we don't know if that's the truth. We don't know if he actually like got drunk and cheated. Probably, probably not. Like I don't know if he's always. He's never like. This is something I love about him. Is like he never will answer a a question about what his songs are about directly. Yeah, like he he will never. He, he is king of like kind of just mumbling and being like well you know whatever you think yeah. it's about <laughs> have you have, you've heard the clip of him talking about olivia from one direction was this, like that is, the is olivia even a place
0: oh i think um, i have actually and that made that sent me into a spiral about like all my favorite songs that i feel yeah. are about people as i've gotten older i think it feels more helpful to not know what a song is directly about because then it's more um uh malleable to like apply to my own life and that I need that when I listen to music
1: that's why Um, it's like when Taylor Swift is like his green eyes I'm like closing my eyes and I'm like okay um, brown, brown eyes, brown eyes. <laughs> like I'm trying like, to like make those it about green someone eyes. else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm changing it to be about the boy yeah. that I am sad about. <laughs> That's
0: yeah, it's totally true. And I, for just for our listeners, uh, before you know we wrap up today, um, I, if anybody hasn't listened to an interview with him, I think a great place to start would be his Zane Lowe interview. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so he's so like off the cuff. He's so grounded. Um, I just I really love a good interview, and it's a great interview. It's
1: a really good interview, um, and he's pretty he's open in it. He's pretty open in it when yeah. he's a pretty private, pretty private guy.
0: And it's set in a beautiful place. It's like in Malibu, I think. Um, anyways, so we're not going to do Mad Libs today, but I do want to know when this is all over, this whole pandemic nonsense. Mm. Um, what is the song that you are gonna like? throw open your door and walk out into the street Mm. and strut down the sidewalk in.
1: You know what? I got to go along with theme. It's going to be Kiwi from (gasps) Harry Styles' first album. I am going to strut down the sidewalk and then I'm going to get right into MSG and (laughs) dance with Harry to that song. (laughs) Amazing. Yes, that is. That's an excellent like yeah bop along
0: down the street well it's so good. i cannot wait to see you strut to kiwi uh, and to you know <laughs> attend your wedding to harry thank you <laughs> what do you want to drop your twitter handle or instagram handle or anything
1: handle I am at everything at Ariel Gitlin on at all. Can you please follow me on TikTok? Because I'm really embarrassing (laughs) myself on there. She's funny. You will do yourself a
0: favor. And all your foundation videos are on YouTube. Are they? They're all on YouTube.
1: You can go to foundationcomedy.com and sort of see what's happening on there. (laughs) Yeah, go check it out, folks. Ariel, thank you so
0: much for being here. I miss you so much. Thank you, Alana. I miss you too.
1: The Bop Pod. A podcast for the stance.